You're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost with credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Today's episode features returning guest, Bobby Beatty. Discussion focuses on business credit and his recent product, Factive, which you'll learn more about. Responding to listener feedback, we add a good amount of humor and entertainment. Find Bobby Beatty on YouTube by searching for his name and his website, Factive, at factive.io. That's F-A-C-T-I-I-V dot I-O. Before today's discussion, some quick show notes. I host monthly in-person meetups in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, with the group Greater Philadelphia Travel, Credit Miles and Points. Find more information at meetup.com slash Philly Miles and Points. I'll also be speaking at the upcoming conference, ZorkFest, discussed in a recent podcast episode, which will include social events and sessions educating about miles, points, and gambling this October 2023 in Lake Tahoe. Find more information at zorkfest.com. That's Z-O-R-K-F-E-S-T dot com. Now, on with today's episode with special guest, Bobby Beatty. All right, I'm here today with Bobby Beatty, B-O-B, nothing but the best of the best navigating the credit landscape out here. Absolutely. What's going on, Justin? It's been a while since we did this. You were one of the first guests on my show, and you helped me get the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast started as a business. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. We've uh, we've had quite a journey. <laughs> yes, and now a different audio setup. I think we both have the same audio setup or a similar setup, at least the same microphone, thanks to Business Credit and uh, American Express and Dell. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, I got this microphone. It's wait, there's nothing else in the box. Oh, now I have to order additional parts. What's this all about? <laughs> of, course, uh, of course you do. Come on now. You only get one piece at a time. Just one piece <laughs> at a time. That's it. But this should be the best listeners. I, I, I've gone really down the rabbit hole of audio and setups, and I think this will be the best that we're probably going to get it after I added a cloud lifter. The crowd lifter. Is it going <laughs> to lift the crowd too? Oh, maybe a crowd lifter too. That, that'd yeah. be nice. Yeah, we, nice. We, need, we need something here in the war on happiness. So if we can be lifted up into the clouds, that could be nice. For sure. The war on happiness is alive and well. We're just trying our best. <laughs> yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond, they went bankrupt. They started the war on happiness, but now they're back. They're not back. I'm not really sure what Man, the situation is. I missed their 20% discount coupons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you know, the dead deal was using the happy cards. I was getting like 10, 10% or more off of these happy cards, these mm -hmm. gift cards that I was using to buy other gift cards. And it was a really mm -hmm. profitable venture until a corporate memo went out and, oh, we don't accept these anymore and you need mm. to have an id and blah 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 your name needs to be on it so that was uh, <laughs> mm, the war the war they the started war, the war back up the war on happiness yes. yeah so i used to go to bed bath and beyond just for therapy and purposes <laughs> <laughs> just walking around amongst the pillows and the comforters you know it was just it's just therapeutic all right very good and now you're trying to help people as you have a new business venture factive can you tell us about yes sir factive? Well, you know, Justin, I've been in the business credit space and uh, have been trying to help entrepreneurs for over a decade to really build and understand their business credit. And throughout that journey, you know the frustration <laughs> dealing with the business credit bureaus, right? Yeah. So, you know, the, the dinosaurs in the space that have gotten just so fat and fluffy and 
haven't uh, changed their ways at all and are really hard to use. You know, it's very, as you very well know, it's difficult to even look at your scores, understand <laughs> your scores. You can't report your trades at all. Like if you're doing business with other small businesses, you can't report them. So that is where the idea of Factive came about. And uh, with Factive, we are a peer-to-peer business credit bureau for traders, right? For those businesses that are trading, whatever it be, luxury watches, uh, bags, sneakers, toys, like you do. Uh, I love the roller skates. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, where do those transactions go? Right, Justin? So, you know, with Factive, you can report those transactions between each other and build up your credibility as a business, as a trader, and then have the ability to share your Factive report with other people that you don't know. Because, I I mean, at the very heart of the problem is, well, am I actually going to get what I paid for? And am I actually going to get paid for what I sent? Right? So, you know, in the in the world of e-commerce, and you you don't know who you're dealing with, so we're just trying to provide that extra layer of security of credibility to both buyers and sellers, where they can have some type of check and balance uh, and report that trade and the way that trade went. So did I actually get what I paid for? Did I actually get paid for what I sent? And you can build up your factive report. You can share it and you can come into the new world. Yes. And this might be new for some listeners because they're not familiar with business credit. Maybe they have some business credit cards, but they haven't necessarily dealt with companies that would have reporting that would show up on a business credit report. So one thing that you're offering with Factive, and that's F-A-C-T-I-I-V, is the business trade line reporting. So can you talk to listeners about that and how that works? Yeah, so it's really easy. Uh, you just sign up for Factive and whoever you're doing business with, you both sign up with Factive and you're able to go right into the dashboard, into the platform, create a connection, and then create a trade. So it's super simple. We've we've really gone the extra mile to design it in a way that is user-friendly. Uh, so you just pick, are you a buyer? Are you a seller? Are you trading uh, a luxury watch? Are you trading a luxury good? Are you trading anything else? Or are you just lending and borrowing? So it's really simple. You just pick out those parameters, put in, well, this is the amount, this is the product. And bam, it gets sent over to whomever you're doing the deal with. They see that trade on their end, they accept it, and then it gets put both on on both factive reports. And then you can report activities on that trade. So meaning, well, was I sent the right product? Did I get paid? Was I paid on time? Was it late? Was it never paid? Was it all fraud? I mean, <laughs> what happened? All of those things that get that fall through the cracks and don't get reported to the big bureaus because no small business has the ability to report to the big bureaus. So all those trades, where do they go? Right? So as business people, as small entrepreneurs, we're doing a lot that's not showing up on our business credit reports. Right. So Factive is the place where you can go and you can build your own credibility 
and you can report your own trades amongst each other. So it's a peer-to-peer social media platform of credit. <laughs> and this this has been helpful for me too, because sometimes when I'm applying for some business credit with Dell, I applied for Home Depot, some other vendors, they want to see those trade lines reporting. It wasn't enough to just have Chase and Amex credit cards that a lot of people have. I've been getting higher limits, I think, too, because the banks are seeing the trade lines reporting from all of these net 30 companies or companies that are reporting to business credit. Absolutely. And that's the point of business credit. You know, there's a lot of uh, uh, talk on YouTube about how you can get, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and, you know, you don't have to have anything. You don't have to have any <laughs> personal credit, right? Just a social security number, maybe. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. you know, <laughs> you know, you, you could be just, you know, you could have defaulted on all of your credit cards and can be in and, and claim bankruptcy and you're still going to get the credit. Uh, sorry. You get approved. Uh, you get approved. Yeah. Sorry to bust your bubble, but uh, that is not the case. What business credit is, it is a great way to get higher limits, easier approvals in your business name. But personal credit does play a role, especially when we're talking about the major banks, credit cards, lines of credit, so on and so forth. Yeah. Now, having said that, there are a group of entrepreneurs that might have gone through difficult times and your personal credit may not be at par right now. Well, business credit can kind of provide that in-term funding for your business in terms of net 30 vendor accounts. And net 30 vendor accounts do not pull personal credit. So you can get office supplies, you can get um, equipment, you can get building material, you can get gas cards, you can get tons of credit in your business name if you're still, you know, building up personal credit as well. So it's a really good way to kind of manage some cash flow in the interim while you're building business credit. And then, of course, you know, create that credit fusion when both <laughs> yep. of them come together. Yeah. And these business accounts are nice for options in that, well, if you have a lot of purchases coming up or you want to leverage that credit, turning it into cash, you have more options. Usually I don't care about the high limits, but especially in the business credit card side, I'm getting 0% APR offers. I recently got 15 months of zero APR with a US bank credit card. And it was really nice, nice. to get a high limit on that and use that money to make more money. Absolutely. That's the name of the game. And as you very well know, Justin, that utilization of the business credit cards, it doesn't get reported to your personal credit report. So right. With most cards. Yep. With most cards with, you know, if you're doing it right, you know, uh, if you're not using the spark, card, <laughs> the, capital <you> know, one. <laughs> the capital yeah. one, which does get reported to personal, but you know, the U S bank doesn't, the chase doesn't, Amex doesn't, right. uh, Barclays doesn't, there's a ton of other ones that don't. So you can use the 0% you can have higher utilization and it doesn't affect your personal. So you can really take advantage of their full credit limit for the 0% period and make some moves in your business to, to help you generate more cash and more cash flow. Yeah, I've mentioned even in a previous episode of putting the money in a high yield checking account that there's a check Absolutely. checking account Juno, J-U-N-O, that gives you 5% APY paid out monthly. So if you have Absolutely. that extra 10K, 15K, whatever limits you have, if they want to give us the billion dollar loan, I'll gladly take it. Uh, Absolutely. I'll pay you back. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're good. We're good. So a, lo yeah. a lot of different options. Maybe people will open bank accounts. They'll put money into brokerage accounts for bonuses. Tons and tons of options with the zero APR leveraging. 
Absolutely. And that, I mean, it's such a, a good point that you mentioned uh, and you're getting 5% of Juno, but you know, there's, there's other banks out there. There's the NASA federal credit union. <laughs> oh, you could be a offer. member of the, uh, what the computer history museum to get in there, I believe. Yes, you can. You can. <laughs> or no, and, wait, that's and... no, that's first tech. Sorry, listeners. That's first. Oh, tech. oh yeah. First tech. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> but there, there, I know you're talking about, there is a way to get into NASA without being an astronaut. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I, I think last time I saw they had a 5.5 something percent offer as well. So Ooh. yeah, I mean, uh, in the good interest rates over five percent and if you can uh utilize a zero percent to make five percent hey it's oh, uh america loves math that's for sure we do we do love we do love math <laughs> you're, you're a little bit on the border though sometimes detroit sometimes canada but you, hey, you, you, you can still good. like math it's still okay yeah it's okay it's all right <laughs> Yeah. Now, so some people are trying to take shortcuts with credit. They're like, oh, I'm just going to sign up to be a sole proprietor and I'm going to say I have consulting, but I don't really have income. And tomorrow I'm going to apply for a Chase Inc. card. Sometimes I think those shortcuts can work, but I'm almost never recommending them because usually people are going to pending. People are declined. And oh, how could they decline me? My personal credit is so good. How could they do that? I mean, a sole proprietor, you're a sole proprietor right now without doing anything. Yep. Okay, so when yeah, I mean, when you were born, you were incorporated. Okay, so you, you know the, you you already are a sole proprietor. So there's nothing really to do, but uh, when you actually formally organize a business, whether that be a corporation, whether that be an LLC, or anything else, well, then you have created a whole another entity. And that entity is obviously not you, <laughs> but that entity can get credit. It can get into contracts. It can do business just like you do. And the credit and the utilization and the history that that entity builds up in the form of an LLC or an actual business, well, that is outside of you. So you've limited liability You've helped your personal debt to income ratio. Uh, you've created basically another you, right? Yep. And um, regardless if you know you have a, a business or a, a product or a service you sell, I'm, I'm sure you do, right? Yeah. So it's just it's just about you putting a little bit of effort into it and really seeing well, what is it that I'm doing? Everyone out here has a hustle nowadays, right? I so they, what I are hope you? They do, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, should, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you don't, then this not this is not for you. Oh obviously. no, we're gonna get okay. you in the game. We're gonna get you in the no, game. No, no, we're not. Just get, <laughs> we're not. Just go to sleep. Just go listen okay? to Dave Ramsey and don't yeah. Do just anything. go to just sit on your couch, <laughs> eat your potato chips, and go to sleep. All right. <laughs> it, this is not for you. Okay. Someone has to wash my Ferrari, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, for those that are you know looking to better themselves and looking to achieve you know, their dreams and those goals, I think that actually taking the time and the effort to go a little few steps away uh, is is really, really powerful, really beneficial. Yeah, something maybe small to start with, like consulting, a podcast, a YouTube channel. What are some other business ideas that you usually give people for starting out with this? I mean, any product and service that you're, you're selling. What are, what are you doing? Are you babysitting? Are you cutting a lawn? Or do you have any type of a product or service that you're selling maybe online? What skill do you have, right? Um, you know, do, are you a good salesperson? Are you a good marketer? Do you have any 
product uh, that maybe you're selling on Etsy right now, even mm -hmm. that you could actually turn into a, a real business and incorporate yourself. So, I mean, anything and everything that you're doing is a business. Right. And you don't need to report wild income in order to get approved for some of these business cards. You could just say, I'm starting as a new business, or here's my personal income, or in many cases, this is what I project to make. And I don't think the IRS agents are going to come knocking on your door because, oh, you told Chase you were expecting to make $50,000 and you didn't. So uh, yeah, we're going to take your credit cards away. <laughs> I don't think that's going exactly. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> the infamous projections, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I love them. Right. So, yeah, I mean, are you projecting to make X, Y, Z this year? Well, yeah, we're projecting it. Yeah, right. It seems realistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's realistic. Right. You know, as, as long as you're making an effort, you're, you know, you, obviously every business has projections, every business has a plan and those numbers can uh, be honestly and uh, ethically uh, put down on an application. If that's what you're projecting, that's what you're projecting. I mean, who's to say that you can't get there? Right. And you recommended a while back using the service Inkfile, I-N-C-F-I-L-E. It was very easy to set up an LLC online. I recently did that for a nonprofit group. I started the Greater Philadelphia Travel Meetup in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, where I've been meeting nice. people in person talking about miles and points, credit, and many other things. So I was able to use Inkfile just a few months ago to set up another business or another nonprofit. So Inc. Files still going strong. Some people think, oh, am I going to need to hire an attorney? Am I going to need to do all these complicated things? Uh, maybe not. Of course, this isn't exact financial advice. This is for information purposes. But, you know, we always recommend do your own homework. Uh, as, as Justin said, we're, we're not providing any financial advice. We're sharing our experience and we are hopefully entertaining you today. So, uh, you know, some of the services that we've used, uh, you know, are Inc. File and, um, you know, once again, it's a good way to do uh, an organization of your company pretty cost effectively. Uh, they have a free plan as well, Justin, as you very well know. Oh, yes. All about all about the free stuff. It's like, oh, you can add this. You can add that. Oh, no, thanks. I'll just take. Oh, the no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just take the free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but but so for other people, those add ons might be worthwhile and it's all good. Um, but, yeah, there's so many options out here right now. Uh, I mean, it, it's the it's the best time to be in business because there's no easier time. Uh, you can easily create a website. You can easily incorporate yourself. You can easily build up your business credit. And, you know, hopefully you maintained good personal credit mm -hmm. and you could make a, a really, really good living. Uh, you know, if you have those things together and build up your business. Yeah. And even people who are on the personal side of things, They'll start a business and it's nothing grand, but now they can double dip. They can get personal credit cards and business credit cards and go more smoothly through the process rather than getting declined. The bank's thinking they're fraud. Oh, who are you? You just started your business. Absolutely. And that's the number one thing. That's a good point is what banks are most concerned about is that you are actually a real business, <laughs> and, you know, more than anything else. Like if you don't pay them, that, 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 okay, well, that's another situation. They'll just write it off. They'll just write it off, right? So well, don't don't go busting out just yet. <laughs> yeah, don't bust out over like, you know, 500 bucks, okay? You know, but, you know, but the, at the end of the day, what they're concerned about is that they're actually doing business with a real business, that it's not fraud. And having trade lines, having built up your business credit the right way is a great way to build credibility and um, to get higher approvals, easier approvals uh, when you do decide to go with some major banks. 
yeah, having a website, having a social media presence, if you're on YouTube, whatever you're doing online, it's definitely adding credibility if the bankers are actually looking into you. I, I've done several reconsideration calls of Barclays. You know, they have their list of questions and do you have a website? Do you have social media? So some of these underwriters, the people who are approving us or not, are actually looking into things. And if you're just the sole prop with the EIN letter, then you might not get approved as easily or you'll just get rejected. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and we talked about Factive and, you know, you guys can check it out at Factive.io, which is F-A-C-T, -T, like fact, then I-I-V, so two I's and a V, dot I-O, and you can build your own credibility, right? And you can see your trade lines on there. Um, if we have, you know, the data providers that are reporting, it's really a great platform for you to build up your own credibility to be able to report your own trade. So very good. And and you've done some charitable work in Canada as well. I was seeing some Facebook videos where you were going around with the recording with um, Burst Biz, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we did some charitable work, uh, you know, in, uh, for, for Boots on the Ground, um, which is a, uh, a charity that supports uh, first responders. Uh, we also did some uh, some work with uh, some uh, food banks uh, in and around uh, uh, the area to help, uh, you know, those that are, are struggling a little bit more than we are. And so, you know, we're always uh, we're always trying to give back and uh, try to help where we can for sure. Yeah, and Burst Biz was helpful for me a while back when I had some services with Burst Biz like some designs, like some website listings, Google search results, and that was reporting as a trade line. So that was indeed an effective reporting, whereas with some of these other businesses, like how do I know it's reporting, what's going on? But that came up pretty quick, and I was able to see it on the business credit side going through NAV, NAV, which shows a lot of those business credit scores and reports. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad it helped. Yeah, NAV. Can you talk to the listeners about NAV as that's a site some people might not be familiar with? You know, they do have a subscription, right? So, but you can check out your personal as well as your your business scores there and, uh, you know, maybe give you a little bit more guidance on uh, how you're doing as far as, you know, your business credit scores and your reports are concerned. So, yeah, it's also a decent site. I mean, they are a data aggregator. They're not a bureau. So a lot of the information sometimes is inaccurate or may not be reporting um, in a timely manner because they're just getting data from the actual bureaus. Uh, but, it, you know, once again, it's another tool um, that may be useful to to some of you. Yes. And with their subscriptions, somewhere like maybe $40 a month, they do like quarterly charges. They have the business builder, the business boost subscription that reports a trade line. So that's a nice thing that they have there. And then getting to see the back end of the business credit, because if you go on what Dun and Bradstreet and you want to subscribe to their program to see your scores, that's really expensive unless something has changed, right? <laughs> no, yeah, it's very expensive. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, they're going to want you to buy something that's like 1400 bucks. And then they've got, you know, they have other options, which are up to $14,000. Oh. So yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're a little bit on the, the pricey side, but you know, with services like Factive, uh, .io and then also, uh, NAB, you guys can log in and see some trade lines. And with, like, once again, with Factive, you can build your own trade lines as well. Right. And Burst Biz, of course, was helpful for me too. 
So let's go yeah, into absolutely. some of the issuers, like a lightning round of the issuers. American mm-hmm. Express, I think they've been very, very lenient with approvals. Yes, I've uh, uh, we've had we've had really good success with our with our clients um, with American Express, and you know, as you very well know, uh, you know, sometimes you only do a soft pull if you've already got a relationship yeah. with them. Yep. Um, so which is really really nice, and uh, you know, the picture that you shared with your what is it, five American Express Platinum cards right now? Oh, or? I think I had six business platinum cards at one point. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Yeah, it was it was a wild time where it's like every ninety days I'm getting new offers for expand your business, expand your membership. I'm getting postal well, mail. I'm getting email. It's like we want to yep. just keep giving you cards. Like absolutely I'll sign up for a new business platinum every ninety days for great Dell benefits for a new microphone <laughs> and other things and of course the extremely high welcome offers. So yeah, it was a great time with Amex that you yeah, could just absolutely. have multiple copies of the same card, whereas usually it's the case that it's once in a lifetime for welcome offers with American Express, but they've gotten so lenient to the point that they're just giving more cards than usual. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's a great option, you know, if you've done and you know, and once again, this is a, a testament to doing things properly. Yeah. Uh, you've done things properly you've set up your business properly you've built a good foundation online you've got a website you've got the logo you've got a good address i mean you've got you've got all of the the, you know the the boxes checked off and so as a result you you know now we're seeing those seeds that we've planted turn into nice healthy plants and now they're blooming right and lots of Dell credit. Yes. <laughs> it's like a yeah. fir- first world problem that some listeners might be dealing with. What am I going to do with all this Dell money? I have like $1,000 to use a Dell. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it was like in the, the live streaming days of um, the giant deals where I was like putting the webcam over to my stacks of printer paper and groceries. It's like I have so many grocery rewards, guys. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it was a yeah. fun time. I still have exactly. stacks and stacks of printer paper, laundry detergent, and so much more in my storage room. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, those, those, once again, those are things that, you know, you're going to use, right? You're oh, gonna, you're gonna know, use eventually. Them. Yeah, I'll get yeah. through it. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that's something that you don't have to worry about, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, it, it is, it is a huge benefit. And, you know, when you're a small business and, you know, every, every little thing counts. So it's good to have uh, as many little pluses and perks and head starts as you can have. Yeah, and printer paper for sure. When I was redeeming grocery rewards for printer paper, that's definitely saving money because I'm selling things on eBay. I have to print shipping labels. I have to print for other purposes. So it's it's just a really nice thing. Sometimes the deals are so good and we could just deploy the capital dollars, all of these credit limits that we have. Instead of being limited to using cash and debit cards, we could use the lines of credit when the deals are very, very good and make money doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you've done it the right way. So, yeah, absolutely. We've mentioned Barclays. So Barclays can be pretty tough getting approved for the first time. Yeah, Barclays is, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, they're a whole nother animal, but uh, it, it, it can be done, right? <laughs> um, you know, they obviously are issuing cards and uh, they do have some good offers from time to time. Am I correct? Oh, the Wyndham business has been one of my favorites. The American Airlines aviator business, the JetBlue business, a lot of good offers, a lot of good cards. So what, what's your experience been? Yeah, so it's stuff? usually apply for Barclays. I'm, I'm already discouraged in my voice here. <laughs> you apply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a Barclays trauma here. You apply for Barclays. It typically goes to pending. 
And then they'll mm-hmm. say, we'll call you or we'll send a letter in the mail. And then they don't call you and they don't send a letter in the mail. So you need to be proactive with issuers. I always tell people like anytime they say, we're going to call you or we're going to send you a letter, just call in 24 hours, mm-hmm. even sooner than that and say, hey, mm-hmm. I applied. I'm just here to answer some questions you might have so we can move the application forward. Because usually with Barclays, my experience has been apply, get a rep on the phone. And then they say, okay, well, we just have some questions about your business and they'll ask some basic questions and they'll say, okay, well, we're going to refer you to our credit department. So um, we should get back with you in two or three days. But of course they usually don't. So then I call them and then move the process forward. So usually it took a few phone calls to get it through, but I was able to get it through multiple times. I currently have three business credit cards with Barclays. So it's a little bit of persistence for sure. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So it can be done. Justin's got three, right? So a little bit of patience, a little bit of persistence and some planning. So the three P's. Yeah, Chase, how about Chase? Chase can be a bit mixed with the approvals. Sometimes it goes to pending. Sometimes it'll just be an automatic approval. What have you seen with Chase? Yeah, so Chase asked some, asked some questions. You know, I recently got the IHG offer from Chase. Uh, Chase, so the 165,000 points, you know, with a, with a pretty pretty decent spend. It was like, what is it? I, I forgot. It was like, like 3,000 maybe. Yeah, 4, yeah, three, four grand. Yeah, three, four grand. So... <laughs> So pretty good. Um, and so when when I applied, it went once again into pending. They wanted yep. some information, <laughs> uh, you know, um, but uh, yeah, they approved for a pretty high credit limit. It was like close to 30 grand. And uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're using that card. It's a pretty good card. IHG, you know, a good card. Oh, you fell under 524, huh? That's fell this. under 524, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, for, yes. for listeners who might not know, you're only eligible for Chase cards in most circumstances if you've been approved for fewer than five cards showing on personal credit in the last 24 months. So we there can focus on the business side. you were telling yes, me about, though. There are some exceptions. I say mostly in most circumstances. Yeah, sometimes they'll give you these black star offers that you log in and it says like just for you or you've been chosen or something and it could bypass the 524. But that's really wonky. It's not reliable always. Or sometimes people get through with some Amazon credit cards or some United credit cards at one point, maybe some Mm -hmm. of the co-branded. So I wouldn't depend on it, but it is nice when we go to websites like doctorofcredit.com and we could see posts and people's experiences in the comment sections about what they're seeing and all the data points. It's it's one nice thing about this hobby, this miles and points hobby is that it's a really good community where people are posting a lot of really helpful info. So no one's really on their own. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard that if you have four cards, for example, within the last 24 months, that you can still that it, that that fifth card, if it's a business card, does not Correct. count towards five twenty four. Right, only the card showing on personal credit. So that's one advantage of business credit for sure, is it keeps your personal credit cleaner, so you can get more cards with Chase, and those high limits aren't tanking your credit score. Like I, I ride the credit roller coaster very often. I'll use my personal limits. I'll get close to max and my scores will tank to like 600, but then I pay them off and then the scores go back to the high 700s because it really doesn't matter in between applications for me. Some people are like, oh, I always want that 800 credit score, but I think the 800 credit score is holding a lot of people back. I I like to use, use my limits, get the rewards, get the benefits, leverage the credit lines to make money. Absolutely. The score is a tool, ladies and gentlemen. So it, 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 it's not 
you know, buying groceries. It's not paying, <laughs> it's not growing your business. It's just a score. Use the score, get the funding, get the perks, get the, the miles, get the points, grow your business, start a business. And, you know, obviously don't default, obviously pay everything down, but yep. don't overthink the score. Yeah, we're not paying interest for sure. We're staying on top for of sure. things. We're being yeah, responsible. We're definitely not paying interest. <laughs> that that'd be a mess. So yeah, yeah Ch- Chase can be a little bit mixed. I've seen people getting approved, some people not. The new business is getting a little bit of flack. I've had to recon or call reconsideration where I already had two or three business cards with them, and I applied for another one, and they said your business is too new was the mm. denial letter they emailed. It's like, too new. Well, you're happy to give me cards with uh, <laughs> the same business. What, what is this all about? And uh, the resolution was reallocating credit limits that I said, okay, well, if you're not willing to give me credit limit for this new card, can we just use credit from a different card? So they opened a card taking the limit from a different card. And I was able okay. to get in. As I think at some point, Chase is just going to limit the overall credit that they're going to give you. Maybe it's half of your reported income, maybe a little bit higher, maybe a little bit less. But then once you're getting declined because they don't want to extend you more credit, then you've really hit the wall in a way. So I've been proactively lowering credit limits before I applied with Chase. How about that lowering credit limits? <laughs> wow. It's like, well, wow. once once I hit the initial signup bonus on the IHG card, I'm not going to yeah. be using the card too much more beyond that. Yeah. Okay. You could take that credit out and then I'll get it on a more useful card for everyday spend or for, of course, our favorite 5X points at Staples with the fee-free MasterCards. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm in the mecca of uh, manufacturer spend playing online blackjack as I had uh, some recent episodes on that using credit to buy prepaid cards and converting that credit to cash. So it's it's been really fantastic as a Pennsylvanian, that's for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. What so, did you use your IHG points for? What, like, oh, so I, didn't, you... I didn't use them yet, but I will be okay. attending a conference in October where mm-hmm. I might be using the IHG, but there's also a Hyatt that's close by and it's hard to pass mm-hmm. up Hyatts when I see them because they're not so common compared to Hilton Marriott and some other brands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, so we'll see, but we'll find a use for the points. I, I don't think there's been a case where it's like, oh, I just have like f- 50,000 miles with Korean air and I have no no idea what I'm doing here. Or I'm not like signing up for Hawaiian Airlines credit cards with like no plan to visit Hawaii. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no, I've gone to Hawaii before, but yeah. uh, I'm not just signing up for random cards with no plan, right? I'm thinking, right, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll use IHG points in the future. That's not a problem. So All pretty right. much for hotels, right? How about nice. Bank of America as they have several business cards, usually with cash and 0% APR options? How have yeah, they been? Bank of America has been uh, doing pretty well with some pretty extended uh, uh, 0% offers at this time. Um, I did a video about uh, my favorite bank of america cards the, the names are so long like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we just want to be fancy <laughs> yeah it's like the business card. the unlimited reward advantage select premium world elite master exactly <laughs> exactly so but uh they, you know they've got some great zero percent offers so i do like bank of america and so w- what has your experience been on approvals for bank of america for businesses So really, really early on before I started talking to you, I didn't have a relationship with Bank of America. I tried to open a business credit card 
and they had me open a certificate of deposit or a CD to secure a credit limit. For oh the yeah, card. I remember that. I remember <laughs> you telling me that. Yeah, so that was a whole thing. They ended up like hard pulling me twice because they said, "Okay, well, we're going to send you the the information for the CD." And it took a while. And then by the time they actually processed it, they pulled my credit a second time for the same card. I'm like, what is this? How, why is this taking so long? So eventually, nice. eventually uh, it did open. I put 3000 into a CD and that was the credit limit for the card. After a year, they gave me an option or I called in to convert it to an unsecured card. So they refunded my 3000 and they gave me a credit limit of 10,000, I believe it was. So after that, it's been a lot easier. And if I were to go back in time, I would have just opened a personal checking account <laughs> or a business checking account mm -hmm. to start. Yes. So I would have had the relationship as I think that's a really helpful thing with opening these business credit cards. Having some sort of pre-existing relationship can dramatically improve, improve approval odds or at least save you time in many circumstances. Absolutely. And, and Bank of America has it on their site right there that if you have a relationship already with them in terms of a business checking account uh, and so on and so forth, you do get uh, you do get special uh, uh, consideration and special offers, so uh, and and some better terms as well. So, yeah, it does make a difference having a relationship with these banks can uh, can make things a bit easier. Yeah, and I have a Roth IRA with Merrill Edge, and they're partnered with Bank of America. So, mm -hmm. once the funds in the Roth IRA get to a certain point, then I'll earn more rewards using my BOA cards, which is really interesting. I think it's like a free roll. Is okay. Well, I can have the IRA somewhere else, but am I getting increased credit card rewards or any kind of bonus for doing that? I don't see that at the moment. Some people maybe have it with Fidelity. Maybe they got some small bonus for opening the account. But for the long run, Bank of America seems to be a good option for the IRA or the Roth IRA. Yeah, nice. Bank of America could be confusing, though. Um, listener Bo recently had some fun run-ins with the Corp account with Bank of America. Some confusion. Bo knows. Yep, yep, Bo knows. <laughs> <laughs> what is a Corp account? Why does a Corp account exist? Is a Corp account all fraud? Like, what? what is it? Well, I, I mean, Corp accounts are pretty much accounts that are for bigger enterprises, uh, should I say, that have the history, have the documents, have the financials. So as noticeable, especially in the American Express range, you know, they have those special corporate cards, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those, and, and that's the same thing with, with other banks, is that means that, that those cards are not personally guaranteed by any individual, the business is just big enough and has the right financials that banks feel that, you know, they're trustworthy enough to just give the the card uh, in the business name alone. So that's a corporate card. Yeah. So that's some corporate cards. What I was mentioning, though, is the corp account with BOA. So what I see when I log into my BOA account is they show the credit card that you have in the very long name that sometimes might cut off. And then it says corp account under it. So the way they set it up is that you're defaulted into this system instead of just having the card. It says the card and the corp account. And when you make a payment to the credit card, you have to pay the corp account because that represents your business. And even if you're the only employee and you're a business of one, they still enroll you in this corp account. And it's like every week or two, I see someone posting in a group or a conversation somewhere that, oh, I got confused. I thought my balance was zero and I neglected to see the corp account but I actually owed money and I missed a payment because of that. <laughs> so yeah, it can be yeah. pretty confusing as like, where, what are you paying? What account is it? And like Bank of America's technology is from like the early 2000s for some reason. Yep. Like, I don't... <laughs> Not yeah, Not the great, even Barclays improved their technology. Their, their tech used to be pretty bad, but they've okay. gotten better recently. 
Yeah, good good to know, you know, that Bank of America has that type of thing set up. So once again, very important that you guys uh, stay vigilant out there on what your uh, your balances are, if there's payments due. And, you know, a really good way to do it is to, to at least set an automatic payment for your minimum or, or a little bit higher, you know, double your minimum maybe. So just in case... You know, you don't miss a payment. And the worst thing is that, yeah, you know, you'd have to pay interest, but uh, it's better than the late payment. Yeah, the auto pay can be helpful for some. For me, I don't do that because I'm juggling multiple bank accounts and different balances that are coming in from different activities. So I set aside about an hour a week, just manually log in, make sure everything is what it should be that um, some random person from West Virginia didn't purchase $2,000 in furniture on my name somehow. West Virginia? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like the, just to look and see if there are like fraudulent purchases, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I did I did have one situation in the past where someone opened a Big Lots card in my name. Oh, and I had the to Big Lots. Call. They were definitely from West Virginia. <laughs> I had to dispute it and it, it worked out all right. So going forward from that, I just have all my credit frozen. Mm. I just log into the big three bureaus, uh, TransUnion, Equifax, Experian. I freeze my credit, and then before it's time to apply, I'll do a temporary unfreeze or a thaw, and that protects me from fraud. Yeah, some critics nice. of the hobby, uh, oh, well, Justin, you're signing up for all these accounts, so how how are you feeling safe about your information? Mm -hmm. And I think everybody has that kind of risk. I hear people who just use cash and debit, and oh, my debit card got jacked, I was pumping gas, and there was fraud on my account. So I think everybody's going to have a concern of identity theft or possible fraud or skimmers might be out there skimmers and scammers right so just try to keep your stuff frozen is usually what i recommend for credit in between applications absolutely great point yeah but is it is it a reason to just neglect the whole hobby because someone might get our information like should we just give it all up today should this be the last podcast episode <laughs> what do you uh, think? i don't think so i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if some, you know, if somebody from West Virginia buys a tractor on your credit card, just dispute it, dude. <laughs> yep, and and another one of our big critics, uh, Dave Ramsey. I like West Virginia. Why are we, <laughs> you know, how are we ragging West Virginia? You started. Uh, that's where that's where it happened initially. It just, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. It was just like, well, it wasn't me. I'm not. I'm in Pennsylvania today. What what's this going on? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. An another one of our critics, I've done a few response videos to him recently, is uh, Dave Ramsey. I, I originally did a scripted response selecting quotes and his fans were like, oh, he didn't say that. Oh, you're misrepresenting him, Justin. So I went ahead and fired a DaVinci Resolve and all these wonderful programs, active presenter to record a video. And I, I did a live response to Dave and the things that he's saying about credit that mm. if you get credit, you're going to overspend. You might not even realize that you overspend, but you're going to overspend. And these callers call in and say, hey, Dave, I embrace the frugal life like you say. I pay all my balances in full. I'm responsible. And he just thinks that we're just not going to be responsible. We're paying out money to the banks. We're, we're getting gamed and we don't even realize it. It's all fraud that um, they, they've just fooled us. It's the grand uh, game from the bank that we've all been deceived. In, in the great web here. Um, so so what what do you have to say to critics like that? If you do anything irresponsibly, it's not going to be a good outcome, right? So, right, right. you know, the, the, the key to, you know, the industry that we're in and, and the points and miles and uh, business credit um, game is that to, to be responsible, right? To be responsible, use what's given to you 
to the best of your abilities and take advantage of the situation. Okay. That doesn't mean that you hit the credit card lottery. <laughs> okay. You mean just, we can't just run it up to 10K and just walk away? No. <laughs> no, don't go, don't go to the to the bar and sing and, and buy the bar just because you got a new credit card and then you obviously can't pay for it. So <laughs> so you know, be responsible, uh, think long term, build your credit and use the miles, use the points, use the business credit to gain uh, an edge right in in whatever you're doing that's and 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 that's the that's the best way that i can really explain it um you know not everybody wants to live a frugal lifestyle okay people people have different aspirations in life okay and you know if if that's what you want to do then fine I'll, you know god bless you it's not a problem you can do that too but other people have other aspirations and when money is at the end of the day all fraud well <laughs> yep, yep. you know have you ever you... seen a million dollars no come have on. you ever seen a hundred dollars nowadays <laughs> do you, you, how much money do you have in your wallet right now nothing right it's i got like numbers. 10 bucks in my wallet right yeah it's the, bir the, bir the birds too aren't real they're all government drones they're all drones. everything's a drone okay <laughs> If you can't, if it's not right in front of you, and even if it is in front of you, it might be a simulation, right? Oh. <laughs> you know, they say that we are living in a simulation. I don't know. That's a topic it's for another a, day. It's a higher probability than you think, some argue, like Nick Bostrom. Exactly. So, you know, we, <laughs> uh, we don't know what's going on. But at the end of the day, uh, I know one thing, um, you know, if you can uh, mentally be where you want to be and put yourself aspiring for your dreams to come true it, it, somehow in a weird way they, they they seem to happen it seems to come closer to you if you just you know think about it if you just strive for it and if you take some steps it kind of works out sometimes so yeah how it's been for me people are having lots of success i've had group members from my greater philadelphia travel group that meets in willow grove pa they've come on the podcast and they say hey, I started this because I heard about it from you, Justin. I went to the meetup. I heard you online. I found your website. I, I heard something from a different website as well. And they've been able to take trips. I've been able to take trips that I never would pay for. Exactly. Six, a $6,000 business class flight to Italy that I've taken, life flat seat. It was really awesome. But I'd never yeah. pay $6,000 to fly trips to Vegas, trips to Hawaii, trips to Detroit, New Orleans, Greece. I've gone to so many places. It's really been yeah. life changing to have different experiences and to have a sense of financial freedom, thanks largely to credit, using credit and benefiting from the system rather than lamenting the system. Oh, the banks are evil. The banks are this. The banks are that. We get that from Dave Ramsey on the right, people from Nina Turner on the left. You can't trust the banks. Don't deal with them at all. They're just taking advantage of you. Well, mm. I say learn the rules, learn the game, and make it work for you rather than being played. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that is their job. That is anybody's job. Buy low, sell high. Is that taking advantage of you too? <laughs> right? I mean, do you know how much it costs to manufacture some of the things that you buy? How much so, of those baby carrots really? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, I, I, I bought some peppers at Costco for nine bucks. Ooh. Some bell peppers. Uh-oh. Yeah. I, you know, what's going on here, right? So, I mean, did, did it all of a sudden become so much more expensive to grow peppers? <laughs> or... Is your money just not worth as what what it was, right? Well, so maybe maybe both. 
I, no, it's the second. Trust me. It's <laughs> with, with technology and you know modern farming methods and and all of that. It it should be getting cheaper, right? To manufacture, to grow, to do anything. But why is everything more expensive? Well, ladies and gentlemen, your money is just not worth what it was. Okay, inflation crazy, out of control. Printing money crazy, out of control. So what do you do? Do you, do you just put your money in a bank and lose 20% a year or do you put <laughs> it to work for you right. and invest it, build assets, build your business, have a plan and do it responsibly? Yeah. Dave Ramsey saying, oh, you want travel? I just pay for my travel. And it, it gets like the elitist tinge from him at times where many of his listeners don't have much money. And when I got in this hobby, I thought, wow, well, people who are working minimum wage or kind of close to it could really be empowered by this hobby because they're working really hard to maybe make the $12 at Starbucks or Panera or wherever they happen to be. And, oh, well, hey, you know what? You can sign up for a new personal checking account and get $400 just for shifting your direct deposit. Wouldn't that $400 be really nice? How many hours would you have to spend at that job to make that $400 versus it maybe took like five minutes to fill out a checking account application, switch your direct deposit online and pocket a bonus? Or, oh, maybe you have some auto insurance payment coming up or some dental bills or who knows what. And you could put that money on a new card, shift your spend and get a really big bonus. And it's such a good point that you make. Like it's so elitist to say, okay, I'm just going to go spend. I just have the money to spend on a, you know, on a $6,000 trip to Italy. Well, great, (laughs) great for you, but a lot of people don't, right? And if you can use these little tricks and if you can use these little hacks to be able to do the same thing without spending all that money, well, you know, why not? You know, just be responsible, do it the right way and just play the system. Don't let it play you. Yeah. And it's been about five years where I started this in late 2018, where I got my first premium credit card after just having a city double cash and some other products for a while. And once I got my first card and my first signup bonus, I thought, wow, how can I do more of this? How much more can I spend without really spending like reselling things or selling gift cards or using prepaid cards? And it's just so, so many things that I think most people can do with just a reasonable amount of effort, a little bit of intelligence, some patience. I don't think it's rocket science to do these things. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. It's And it's super powerful. Yeah. And I tell people your level of commitment is really up to you. There's always someone doing more out there. There are people doing more than me, believe it or not. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. some people um, operating warehouses and having pallets shipped in and they're going into stores and they have employees and they're selling stuff from TJ Maxx or <laughs> wherever it happens to be and they're using their credit and like, that's okay, but you don't need to be all in to benefit from the hobby. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just do it wisely. Yep. Yeah. To have a strategy, to be responsible, to be disciplined, it it really pays off. It does for sure. All right. We're coming to a close here. Are there any other topics that you'd like to discuss or things to add towards the end? Again, it's great to to be on with you and, uh, you know, to continue the fight for happiness. We're still going to continue that war. Yeah. So yeah. Bed, uh, Bed, Bath and Beyond happy cards are over, but Staples, as I mentioned, has a MasterCard deal this week. So I'll be going on some mini world tours, going to multiple Staples, racking up the spend, racking up the points. Always fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, let's do it again soon. All right. And once again, Factive, if you can plug Factive and some other things you'd like to share. Yeah, absolutely. You guys sign up for Factive, build your own credit report as a business, build your own credibility. 
don't go and ask for reference checks on Facebook. Okay. Hey, uh, has anybody <laughs> done business? Share your report and get that level of comfort uh, out here in the real e-com. So check it out. Factive.io. F-A-C-T-I-I-V dot I-O. All right. We mentioned Burst Biz. If you could share the website for Burst Biz. Sure. Another great Net30 vendor account. Uh, and it is BurstBiz.com. And that's Burst, like like bursting. Oh, Burst. burst. <laughs> Starburst. Biz, B-I-Z dot com. Get a Net30 vendor account. Uh, reported to your business credit uh, report and get some products and services that you probably need for your business and pay for them, you know, in 30 days. And you're on YouTube as well. Talk about money, business, and credit. Uh, and you can find me, uh, my name, Bobby, and the last name is Beggy B E as in Echo, D as in David, I as in Igloo. So B-O-B-B-Y and then B-E-B-I. And uh, answer a lot of comments, uh, do a video a, a week um, at least. And uh, yeah, we're going to continue to provide some knowledge for, for all the entrepreneurs out there on how to, how to take advantage of uh, business credit. All right. Very good. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for future episodes. Visit hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me, find me on social media, read select episode transcripts, and schedule a free consultation. Support the show through Subscribestar, referral links, and buying from my eBay store. Find the show on many podcast platforms and YouTube, where you can find bonus videos. Supporting me on Subscribestar will give you special perks, including a custom podcast episode, questions answered by upcoming guests, and monthly private one-on-one conversations, delving into more advanced topics I don't openly discuss at length in podcast episodes. Visit meetup.com slash points to learn about greater Philadelphia travel, credit miles and points meetups I host in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. I hope to see you in person at a future event. Find a link in the show notes. I'll also be speaking at the upcoming Lake Tahoe Conference, ZorkFest, in October of 2023, which will include social events and sessions educating about miles, points, and gambling. Find more information at ZorkFest.com. That's Z-O-R-K-F-E-S-T dot com. Listen to my other podcast, the Stoic Solutions Podcast, found at stoicsolutionspodcast.com. My podcast guests and I offer practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient tradition of Stoic philosophy from Greece and Rome. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.